0: I can't come to the phone right now. I'm listening to Party
1: Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Kymig. Here with the duo today, we got Commander's fan, Jay Noor and Mr. Fantasy. All right, let's get started. Today's episode will be about week week 12 of the NFL season. And um, before we get into week 12, let's review last week's picks. Who was your start of the week last week Chris?
0: Well last week I had a not start of the week and I went with uh Stevon Diggs and uh Josh Allen. Diggs I nailed that one. He was only 4 for 27, not even close to the end zone. He didn't do nothing. Uh the Dolphins locked him down pretty good. Or it was the Jets. Jets, right? Yeah, Jets locked yep. him down pretty good, but uh Josh Allen squeaked in a 23 and a half point uh game with three touchdowns. He had some guy going right down the middle for like a 75 yarder, but uh, take it that away from it.
1: Was that? Who yeah. Had he's, the big he's
0: kind of a sleeper. I haven't yeah. looked at him yet this year, but if I get desperate, he is somebody I'm going to look at. Um, and I said, KK would have a good game. He was uh, six for 46 with 10 PPR points. So that was my not start of the week last
1: week. Yeah. That's a good call there. Um, my start of the week was Trey McBride. He only finished with 9.3 PPR points. He had the best matchup available. Um, he had seven targets, five catches, and forty-three yards. Could have been a lot better, but nine point three PPR points out of a tight end isn't too bad. Um, surprisingly, finished with the second most targets on the team, but is behind Greg Dortch. Who, <laughs> I mean, uh, he's on a few rosters last year, but he kind of came out of nowhere uh, last week. All right, let's take a look. Who was your pit of the week, Chris, from last week?
0: Um. I went with Devontae Adams of the Raiders. Um, he's been struggling this whole season. Uh, he finished with seven for 82 in a touchdown. That was him average that last year. I mean, he does have decent stats, but nowhere near a second round or a late first round pick, I don't think.
1: Yep. And I didn't have a pit of the week last week, so let's take a look at our sleepers from last week. Um, I had Rasheed Rice. He had a meh. Kind of weak. He had 8.2 PPR points, four catches, five targets, 42 yards. Um, I was hoping him coming out of his bye, um, he'd be more involved, but his route tree stayed exactly the same. He's running the same type of routes and could have been a lot better. And he had the best matchup available for wide receivers and didn't really turn into much. Who was your sleeper last week, Chris? I had uh, Ty Chandler of the Vikings.
0: He was 10 for 73 yards with a beautiful 31-yard run on a fake punt. Mm -hmm. Um, Alexander Madison's there. He did come back from his concussion. He vultured 18 touches from him. But uh, I do think he is the number one back of Minnesota in my book. Um, I think Madison's got some photos of KOC somewhere, (laughs) keeping him as the lead back, but not real sure about that.
1: Yeah. um, Kevin O'Connell just said today – um, Go. Oh, yeah, somebody asked him about Alexander Madison's fumbles um if they'll impact his touches, Kevin O'Connell said it's very important to uh, that our guys understand how important it is to possess the football. We have to be critical and make sure there's an accountability factor there. So the way I interpret that is they're sick and tired of Alexander Madison fumbling, and uh, I could see Ty Chandler. Getting maybe sixty percent of the touches, Madison getting forty. Um, the only thing preventing that is Ty Chandler. He had a uh, pretty bad blitz pickup, which um, I think that's where Josh Dobbs' interception came from. He's under pressure. Alexander Madison, he's a pretty good uh pass protector, so that's the only thing I see there. Um, taking a look at our pickups we had last week. Chris talked about Devin Singletary. He had a, a fantastic week, 22 rushes for 112 yards. He had back-to-back 100-yard games, and he had a touchdown. Um, that was a great call by Chris to pick up Devin Singletary. Um, I had a couple pickups. I had Kenny and Wagnu of the Vikings. Um, as I stated in that, it only uh, mattered if Alexander Madison missed that week, but he ended up playing, um, so Kenny didn't see uh, – not much work like I expected. Um, Odell was one of my other pickups. That was a big one. He had 15.6 PPR points, seven targets, four catches, 116 yards. He had a vintage game. Um, you know, Mark Andrews is most likely out for the season. He has a chance to come back in the playoffs, but he's definitely done for the regular season. I think Odell could see a lot more targets moving forward as well. Um, after Andrews left, he had by far the most target share with Lamar. And um, Odell's probably sitting on some waivers. So if, if you need a wide receiver, uh, you better go and grab him before it's too late. And my other, my last pickup was Antonio Gibson. Um, he didn't end up playing. I know he's limited in practice right now. I hope he plays. Uh, maybe we can get a little throwback to uh, Thanksgiving Day a couple years ago with Antonio Gibson. But, uh, yep, those were our pickups of the week. My bet of the week last week was a disaster because uh, that Thursday night game was just injury after injury. Um, my parlay was I had Joe Burrow. He needed his yards, but he ended up getting hurt. Now he's out for the year. Mark Andrews needed a few more yards. Um, you know, he got hurt. Now he's out of the, he's out for the year. Jamar Chase, he's pretty close. I don't know. He only had two catches. Um, but, you know, his quarterback's out for the year, obviously. And Keith Mitchell, it didn't end up hitting. But uh, that parlay is kind of cruised. All right, let's take a look at uh, this week's week twelve predictions. You want to start off with your start of the week, Jaynor?
2: Yeah, hey there, Coop. Uh, uh, rough week eleven for me, man. It's all around, but yeah. So I'm looking for just a better week of football overall here in week twelve. Um. You so said we're starting with the start of the week, you said? Yep, start of the week. Yeah, so my start of the week has been a guy I've been on all season, you know. I'm a huge fan of his. I've been watching him since college. Thank Dell. You know, mm-hmm. I actually drafted him in two leagues this season. And, you know, it's kind of risky. I got him, like, late. Like, I don't know, like, one of my, like, you know, last couple picks, you know, he we went on drafting a lot of leagues, not a lot of people. But I've been on him since college. So I picked him up in two leagues. And he's just – he's been a great pickup. And this week he – um. <clears throat> he's playing. Um, who are they playing? They're playing the Jags secondary, who's been not yeah. bad, not good. So, and he's clearly emerged as Stroud's favorite target these last couple of weeks. He had a few weeks where he got injured early in the season where he was looking that way. Then he came back kind of slow, but he's emerged as Stroud's favorite target once again. And yeah, I really like him. I feel like he's a, he's a must start at this point.
1: Um, so you said you drafted him in a few leagues. I'm just, yep. are your teams pretty good in those two where you drafted him since you got him pretty late?
2: Yeah, so the one league I have him in, um, I'm actually – it's a it's my big money league. I'm 8-3 and three right now, first in the league, solo first in the league, and my team's kind of stacked. Like, I'm projected 135 this week, and it's a 12-man, uh, 12-man PPR. I'm projected 135. So he's like – I have CeeDee Lamb and Iuke too, so he's like my flex play every week.
1: Yeah. Um, it was kind of the same. Uh, I drafted a good amount of Sam Laporta and Devon A-Chain this year. Um, I mean – Devon A. Chain's hurt right now, but he kind of carried me the first couple weeks. Um, So, you know, if you're getting those players for such low draft capital, it can really change your season. Um, But to kind of match your start of the week, Chris's start of the week is C.J. Stroud. Um, He's had over the last three weeks, he's he's had over 336 passing yards, eight touchdowns. Um, The rookie is rewriting the record books. Um, he's, he's off to an insane start. He's having one of the best rookie seasons from a quarterback I can ever remember. I mean, I'm only 21, but that's still insane to think about of how many good quarterbacks there's been in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, he's putting the Texas in a playoff berth right now and, uh, yeah. he should have a great week against the, uh, the Jaguars. So my start of the week, and I really need this to come through is Stefan Diggs. Over the last two weeks, he's scored 6.4 PPR points and 6.7 PPR points. He's had some tough matchups, though. Like I said, he played the Jets. Um, I believe he had the Broncos the week before who have been – their defense is changing around. They're on a, what, four-game winning streak. Um, I'm hoping this is a bounce-back week for Stefan Diggs. He's got a dream matchup against the Eagles, who give up a ridiculous amount of fantasy points to wide receivers and quarterbacks. Um. I think that's mostly because of how good the Eagles offense is and not how bad their defense is. Um, And the fact that nobody can run on this Eagles defense. So they, they have to pass. Um, I I do think this is fond Diggs' bounce back week. And I, I really need it because I have him in a league and I've lost three in a row because of it. So,
2: yeah, Eagles secondaries look terrible for some yeah. reason. They haven't looked well. Terrible not the right. They've ranked terribly. They don't. They haven't looked that bad, but they have not been good by any means. So, good matchup for him.
1: All right, let's take a look at um, our pit of the week. Chris has a pit of the week that uh, I think I've used in the past, and it's kind of coming through fruition. His pit of the week is Derrick Henry. He had uh ten rushes for thirty eight yards. Um he's losing more and more playing time to Tajay Spears. Um he's really game script dependent. I mean, if if they're in a game where they're losing, he's not really gonna get the ball at all. Um so I mean it's hard to not start Derrick Henry in your leagues. I don't have him in any, but I could imagine. Like, you know who he is and what he can do, but, um, you know, if he's seeing 40% of the, you know, the running back share, it's hard to start him, and I can't see them being projected to win many more games this year. So, uh, for that reason, he's going to be stuck in the pits for a little bit. My pit of the week is going to be every Steelers player besides Jalen Warren with a question mark. Um, (laughs) You know, I wrote this before the uh, Matt Canada firing, but, um, you know, I I can't start anybody this week unless you really have to. I'd like to see what this offense looks like. There's no way it can be worse than what it has been. Kenny Pickett has looked awful. Um, But Jalen Warren has been, like, the one bright spot on this team. Um, There's some people out there who are – predicting Jalen Warren to get even more snaps, and they're looking to get uh Pickens the ball more, which will help because he's a dog. Um, But for right now, I'm putting all Steelers players, maybe Jalen Warren in the pits. Uh, I'd just like to see what they do uh, this week with a new coordinator. Did you have a pit of the week, Jaden?
2: Yeah, I actually do. So, um, yeah, well, it's kind of bad because two of these pit of the weeks are actually on that fan team I just spoke of. But mm. – um, my pit of the week is Devin Singletary. Um I've had him. I picked him up on the waivers a few weeks ago when I got rid of Damian Pierce because I kind of foreseen, you know, him getting more touches and stuff. So um he had a very good last two weeks. uh, you know, as we spoke of earlier, but he's playing a Jags run defense that is It's pretty like they're solid. They're not the best, but they're pretty good. Um Damian Pierce is probably coming back this week. And with them playing the Jags, I could either see I like Texans a lot, but I can either see a negative game share for him, or it's going to be a shootout between Stroud and T. Law, and they the Texans like Damien Pierce a lot. So with him coming back, I just I don't I I can't see Damien uh, Singletary keeping up the low production he's had these last couple of weeks. So he's gonna be my pit of the week, and uh, I also have Derrick Henry in my fans team, and yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm iffy about him too. So
1: yeah, um I saw that today Damian Pierce did return to practice. Yep, um I'm a big Damian Pierce fan. At the yeah, beginning of the year, the whole Texans offensive line was banged up. They're using third stringers, fourth stringers. They're pretty healthy right now. Um, with Damian Pierce back, it's hard to trust either of them if they're going to be split yeah. 50-50. Even 60-40 it's still hard to trust because they're a past 1st team. So uh, that's a good call. Keep them in the pits for a little yeah. bit. See how the uh, the backfield works out. Yeah, for sure. Let's take a look at the waiver wire. There's some pretty good players on here. Um. Hey, yeah, who you got on the waiver wire, Chris?
0: I got uh I'm back now, guys. Uh Jaden Reed of the Packers. He's only rostered in nineteen percent of the leagues. And with uh Aaron Jones out this week, or maybe even longer, I think they're gonna start passing the ball a little more. I don't think they were gonna I just don't see him going to the run game. Uh, so I think, uh, they play lions this week. They're going to stack the box. And, uh, he's had back to back 19 PPR points the last two weeks. So he also led the team in rushing last week, (laughs) three for 46 with a touchdown. So, um, that's not too bad. He's out there, but I'd go grab him.
1: Do you have any other pickups?
0: I got uh, Zach Charbonnet. If, uh, Walker's down. He's uh, he's not going on the IR, so he might just miss one week or so. But uh, I picked him up just as a handcuffed uh, walker just in case he went down. So uh, if Zach Charbonnet is out there, I'd go grab him. And then uh, he was uh did carry ball 15 times for 47 yards. But the key for him, he had six passes. That got him 12.9 PPR points. But uh, they played the 49ers this week, which would be a pretty tough uh, game. But then they play Dallas, and they go back and play the 49ers again. But uh, I, I think I think get double digits. I don't think he's going to score real big points. But if you're looking for somebody, he might be somebody to grab. Yeah, uh, that, that that uh,
2: just a tap on. Like, I don't know. What you said that Seattle schedule they got. I've, I've had people. I've getting. I've been offered. You know, Kenneth Walker a few times, and I just have no interest in Kenneth Walker because that schedule they have come up is just insane with the Cowboys, Niners. I think. And there's some other good teams down in there too, but it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is.
1: Um, speaking of Zach Charbonnet, I I had him rostered in that sleeper league all season because Kenneth Walker had looked pretty bad, you know. After I think week four, um, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm pretty big on you know stashing RBs just in case. Um, and then you know I keep them all year until uh, last week. I trade him <laughs> to you, and then Kenneth Walker goes down. Probably out for a couple <laughs> weeks. But uh yeah, those matchups are pretty tough, but yeah. his uh receiving upside can help save him.
2: Yeah, that is true. Because they should have some good game shape for the for catching the ball for him catching some balls. So yeah. He's pretty explosive too. I've seen him I've been watching him play when he's getting touches. He's pretty explosive. He could he could be good in the future. Now that I have him sleeper, I he might I don't know. I don't got many keepers on my <laughs> team, so we might look you might ever look into that.
1: Um who who is your uh you looking to pick up Jane?
2: Um, you guys touched on a lot of the people I think need to be had on waivers, but um, one person I had it, it is a very desperate play. I will very desperate plays just with Aaron Jones being honest said AJ Dillon. If you're if you're slim at the running back or reflect this, then why not? You know, I mean, he'll be the lead back for this game, so yeah. they play the Lions, so not the best matchup, maybe not even the best game script, but if you're very thin, then it's worth a shot. I think he projects like 12 in PPR leagues.
1: Yeah, um, but I also
2: like uh, I like Jaden Reed a lot as well, so I do like that waiver wire.
1: It's it's kind of unrelated, but you kind of just spoke about it of about a bad game script. Um, to me, any division game, I th- I basically throw out anything that I know about how good these teams are. Um, the environments are different for division games, so you could think the the Lions are going to blow out the Packers, but. I I expect him to kind of keep it close. So, uh, yeah. A.J. Dillon, you know, he could have a better week than – I mean, yeah,
2: yeah, I agree with that. Because, I mean, if you've seen the, how the Bears played the Lions last week. I mean, they should yep. won the game, honestly. So, there's no reason the Packers can't go out there and do the same thing. So, right. yeah, I agree with you on that.
1: Um, I got a couple players to look at on waivers. Demario Douglas, he's only 24% rostered. Um, They had their bye last week. Before their bye, he scored 10-plus PPR points in his last three or four games. He had uh, 14.4 PPR points with nine targets in his last game that he played. Uh, We could be seeing the quarterback change and uh, possibly Bailey Zappi. Um, He's shown flashes before, start-worthy flashes. Um, I could see this change helping him more than hurting him. That's Demario Douglas. Um, He's worth a shot. I got him a couple teams. And then my other one is Romeo Dobbs of the Packers. He's coming off another great week with 16.3 PPR points. Romeo Dobbs has 11-plus PPR points in 7 to 10 games this year. He and Jordan Love have connected in the end zone. He's got seven touchdowns on the year. Um, If you need a receiver who isn't a, a bad option, I'd look for Romeo Dobbs as well. All right. Who's your sleeper of the week, Chris?
0: Oh, we brought him up earlier. Uh, Flash from the past, Greg Dortch of the Cardinals. (laughs) Six for 76, and he had one catch all year coming in. He was probably inactive or I don't even know what. He wasn't even listed in anything. So uh, you're reaching thin, and uh, a lot of guys are with all these injuries going on. Greg Dortch of the Cardinals.
1: Yep. You got a sleeper of the week, Jade.
0: Well, yeah, we already touched on,
2: him on the waiver wire segment, but Jaden Reed is my sleeper. I played him last week, and when I was playing him, I tell you, like I was getting mad watching that Packers game. Because I'm like, they're over here handing the ball off. He's, he's their leading rusher. He's catching balls. He's getting in the end zone on handoffs. Like, the they obviously want to get him more involved, get him three touches in the run game and target him a lot more. So, I like him a lot. Uh, definitely, is a sleeper. Not a lot of people. I don't think, I mean – I've been kind of on him a little bit this season, like leading up. Never really had a lot of trust into him, but these last two weeks, he put up back to back 19 plus point performances in the PPR league. So he's definitely a good option. Yeah. And yeah, I could, we already kind of touched on the waiver wire segment, but yeah, definitely a sleeper.
1: Um, just taking a look from last year's uh, stats for Greg Dortch, um, he had, let's see, two, three, four. He had four games with over nine targets, um, and all of them led to you know twelve plus PPR points. When he's seeing the ball, he he does pretty good. Um, so that could be a good pickup. Do you know if he um, was
0: injured or something? He's just been non-existent the whole year.
2: He, I don't, I don't, I think I, I think he's played. I think he's been more of a what is he? Is he a returner? Is it punt returner? or Something? I don't think he's been in the receiving game like at all. Uh, I try not to watch the Cardinal games. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I
2: don't watch either, he but. was
1: Ky- one of Kyler Murray's, you know, favorite targets last year, and you know he's been no, back for two it. weeks, and now he's starting to come around. So
2: Hollywood's been slowing down too. Hollywood has not looked good yeah. last the last couple weeks, so that's interesting.
1: Um, so my sleeper of the week, kind of same as Jaden's, um, we talked about him in the waiver wire. It's going to be Demario Douglas. He plays the New York Giants, a team who has given up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers all year. The defense has been decimated by injuries and Douglas has a great matchup. So, uh, you know, if you're desperate for a start, look at DeMario Douglas. All right. Yeah, let's do a little ranking uh, these players' rest of the season. So, uh, rank these quarterbacks rest of the season on who you'd like the best and the worst. Got Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes. Chris, why don't you uh, give me a ranking on those?
0: Well, I got... uh a couple Patrick Mahomes on my team. So he's definitely last. Um, he has not performed. His guys cannot catch anything. Um, my God, it's it's just terrible. I feel bad for him, um, but uh, I feel bad for myself for drafting him. I think, hmm. um, I think I got to go with Lamar one, uh, Justin Herbert two, and then Patrick Mahomes three. And I mean, I might start fields. Jaden, you might have a star on your team. <laughs> I do. I mean,
2: I mean, I mean. I don't know, man. Might be looking to maybe a keeper next year. I don't even know if he's gonna be Chicago, but hopefully, he lands somewhere.
0: Eighteen rushes for hundred and some yards. Holy cow! Yeah, he's
1: good when he
0: plays. Well, that's that's, that's my, my well.
2: list there, Coop.
1: All right, Jaden, what's your ranking of those three—Herbert, Lamar, and Mahomes? Yeah.
2: So this is all fantasy based, obviously. So yeah. I'm also gonna have Mahomes last. His receivers are just. I don't even know what to make of that receiver room. Um, one thing I said it last time I was on here, Kelsey's only performed when T-Swift is in the building now, so you got to take that into account. You don't know how many games he's going to be able to make the rest of the season. Um, so, yeah, Mahomes is going to be last. Um, Herbert, I'm going to put second. Um, and I'm going to put Lamar first. Simply, Lamar obviously always has a rushing upside. I just love – like, I, I've always been a big fan of Lamar. And, you know, his rushing upside is going to put him over Herbert. But Herbert's been performing well, aside from, like, I mean, he had, like, that dud week, like, what, like, against the Jets. He had, like, a dud week, like, seven. Yeah, seven mm-hmm. points right here. But, I mean, he's an easy 20-plus-a-game guy. So, I like him a lot, too. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to have to put Lamar first. I like Lamar a lot. It, Mark Andrews going down is going to affect him, though. So, I would take that into account. But, I mean, Isaiah Likely, when he played last year, he was good. So, yeah. I don't think it's going to affect him too much. He got Bateman, Flowers, Odell still. So, yeah.
1: All right. Rank these tight ends: you got Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid, Trey McBride, and George Kittle. Why don't you go, Chris?
0: Um, I think Kittle's going to finish the year pretty good. Uh, he's been he's been playing real good lately, and I like the way he he's out there just manhandling everybody. So I got uh, Kittle one well, These are hard.
1: Yeah, these are hard. made him that way for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Hard.
0: Um Trey McBride, he's been getting a lot of targets. Um, but he does have a different quarterback now, so um ah crap. I'm gonna go Kincaid number two, then McBride, and I'm going Sam Laporte last, just because he's he's slowed way down. He he was the stud of the first half, but uh I haven't watched a lot of Lion games either, and uh, I, he's just not done much lately. He's on your team, so you probably got a better idea.
1: Yeah, he's he slowed down a little bit. Jamison Williams seen a couple more touches. Uh, Dave Montgomery's healthy again, so it's kind of slowing his involvement. I mean, they're the, probably the best rushing offense in the league, plus they they pass pretty well. Uh, how would you rank those, Jade?
2: So... Yeah, Kittle's been looking like resurged over these, you know, (laughs) these last uh, two weeks. Three weeks? Yeah, no, three weeks almost. Four. It's been a good stretch now. I don't know. Three, four weeks, you know. Uh, Purdy's back to playing good after that terrible three-week stretch he had. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, Kittle just does everything. I like him a lot. Um, I'm going to put Kittle first, you know, representing Iowa, as as is Sam Laporta. But touching on the Iowa Titans, I'm also going to. Laporta just slowed down a lot. He's still putting up good numbers considering how bad tight end position is in fantasy. But, I mean, he was just on such, like, a crazy run of unit season. I mean, you knew he had to come down off it eventually, and it kind of it looks like he's turning towards that. I'm putting him fourth. Um, McBride? I actually like McBride. He's been really, like, he's been, like, a solid pickup on, since Urs <laughs> went down. Um, I am going to put him. When is da- I kind of looked into I don't really know when Dawson Knox supposed to come back. So I don't think I, they
1: know because I yeah, mean that, they, he broke, they've been kind of like broke they, his wrist or something. He had yeah, surgery. <laughs> so as
2: long as long as Knox is out, Kincaid's gonna be second on my list because he's just he's so good when he's the tight end one there. So Kincaid's second, and I'm putting McBride at third.
1: Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's rank these wide receivers. Amari Cooper, Nico Collins, DeAndre Hopkins, and Calvin Ridley. And this is rest of the season. Rank those, Jaden.
2: Um, I'm just automatically. I got him on my fantasy for the past two years. I love him, but Amari Cooper is gonna go to last. Um, his production with DTR is just not gonna be that high. With since Watson gone out, we the numbers without Watson just aren't appealing at all. I'm gonna put him last. Um, the 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 Titans are just so I don't I don't understand them. I don't they I don't know. I don't trust Hopkins at all, though. With that being said, Will Levis has had flashes, but I'm gonna put Hopkins third. Um, Nico is gonna be put at second for me, only because he has been so good this season when he played. But like I said, I'm really a really big Tank Dell fan. He's been emerging, so Nico's gonna slide down to that second spot in my rankings and in that wide receiver room. So, and then last, I'm gonna put Ridley. He's he's looking really good. Uh, he looked really good last week, like really good, and I think he's. I, I trust Scott Ridley a lot, so I'm going to put him at first for the rest of the season. I think he's going to continue to perform.
1: Why don't you rank those, Chris? Um,
0: I'm going to rank the quarterbacks because mm-hmm. these guys are all pretty equal. So I'm going Nico one because <laughs> his quarterback's the hottest. Um, ah, shoot, I might change my <laughs> mind. Uh, maybe Ridley number two. Yeah. Uh Lawrence, you know, he's probably the second best. And then Hopkins and Lamari. You know, yeah. Hopkins and Lamari are they have no quarterbacks, so
1: you know I'm gonna go ahead and rank these. Um I think you guys are forgetting the biggest thing. Joe Flacco. The oh Browns. I forgot. <laughs> the yeah. Joe Flacco. No, but um He can chuck it. I think he started three <laughs> games last year for the Jets and he had three hundred yards in all three. Um, not bad at all. He's he's kind of he's just a competent quarterback, um, you know if you give Amari Cooper a, a, an okay quarterback he's gonna do big things. He's yeah. a
0: statue. He's just gonna stand back there. No, oh, yeah. yeah, he's not moving. He's not moving out of that pocket.
1: So so I'll go. Oh, I don't even know. All right, yeah, I'm this gonna, one's hard. I'm gonna go. I got faith. Calvin Ridley number one only if uh, Zay Jones he stays healthy. Um, he's got 100 yards in all the games that Zay Jones has played with him. He ch- completely changes the routes that Calvin Ridley runs when he's there. Um, so I'll go Calvin Ridley 1. It's a bold take. I'll go Nico Collins 2, Amari Cooper 3, and then D-Hop 4. All right, let's finish up with running backs. Got Jameer Gibbs, Alvin Kamara, Brees Hall, Saquon Barkley, and Tony Pollard. Why don't you rank those, Jaden?
2: Yeah, so for this one, yeah.
1: oh man, these, you
2: definitely made these tough. I'm not gonna lie. Um, that Jets offense, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw Brees. I don't know, but he performs even with how bad their offense has been, so that's why it's so tough. I feel like I'm I'm gonna put him fifth. Just because I the Jets offense is terrible, and like I said, he still has performed even with how bad they've been. So I do like him, but I'm just put him fifth. Um, Jameer Gibbs, with Monty coming back, Mick Gibbs is still very good, but Monty's obviously always going to take you know some goal line touches from him. He's going to take some work from him, so I'm put him fourth. I like him a lot though; he's really good, explosive. Um, Saquon is going to be third. He just actually no, I lied. Pollard's going to be third. He just can't seem to find the end zone up until, what, week one? And, then, what, last week was he finally got back in there? Yeah,
1: against the worst yeah, against run defensive league. In.
2: Yeah, so, I, I don't know. Pollard's touchdown just not there. I'm going to put Saquon second. He just absolute – well, we're not going to talk about what the Giants did to us last week, but Saquon <laughs> is – he's always able to perform no matter the given situation. So, I'm going to put him second. And then is going to go number one. Since he's come back, he's just been – He's been really good. Um, I get, I losing Derek Carr definitely hurt him. Cause Derek Carr is just a check down merchant and he mm-hmm. had like 10 over 10 receptions in multiple games, but I still, I like Kamara a lot and he's just, he's always going to be that RB one there. So I like him mm-hmm. as my first.
1: All right. Why don't you rank those? Chris you got Gibbs, Kamara Hall, Saquon and Pollard.
0: Yeah. Um, I think Jamar Gibbs, I like him the best. He's the, he's the most athletic guy out there, I think. And, uh, Montgomery is going to steal a few touches here and there, but it's starting to tilt. You know, it was Montgomery Gibbs as the backup? It's switching around right now. I think uh, Gibbs is number one, and Monty's going to be in there, and he's going to get he's going to get his goal line touches. But uh, I think that's turning the tide there. Kamara's um, number two. Oh man, uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> tough. I mean, it's tough I go with Saquon. Three Bryce, four, and I got Tony Pollard on my team. I hate to say it, but he's probably fifth. He just <laughs> he did score a touchdown, but you, I mean, he ain't doing nothing. He's the yeah. my first round pick in the last round, last pick of the draft, but yeah, no, not for not this year.
1: All right, uh, I'll go ahead and rank these two. I'll take I'll take Kamara, one, um, I'll take. Jameer 2, I'll do Saquon 3, Brees 4, and then Pollard 5. All right, so let's finish off with our bets of the week. My bet of the week, I'm going to go a little out of my comfort zone here. I'm going to go more than plus 100 odds. Um, I'm going to do a no-sweat, same-game parlay on FanDuel for 400 um, plus odds. I'm going to go Jameer Gibbs, anytime touchdown david montgomery anytime touchdown a monroe saint brown 60 yards and then david montgomery 40 yards um yeah if you use fanduel you can do that no sweat same game parlay bet five bucks um if it loses you get your money back what's your bet of the week chris
0: all right my bet of the week is a thanksgiving day special we got three games on thanksgiving i got a four td game uh Pollard of the Lions. If you like Gibbs, go with Gibbs. I'm going with that goal line uh, back. Uh, David Montgomery has a touchdown. Um, since the Commanders are so bad, sorry. Uh, <laughs> they gave up their whole defense. Their defense is sad. I got a shocker. Tony Pollard to get those odds up for a touchdown. I can see CD Lamb scoring. And then... Uh, the give is gonna be uh Krista McCaffrey of the 49ers. So ten bucks will get you sixty-two.
1: Um, I got I got one more bet of the week. Um you got a dollar lying around, bet on Antonio Gibson to score four rushing touchdowns against <laughs> 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 I got a quick bet of the week too, bro. That is insane. What's your bet of the week, Jaden?
2: So mine is a six leg on the new ESPN bet app. Um and then, yes, I also have a promo where if you miss by one leg, you eat your money back. So, um, it's going to be G- Jameer Gibbs' line on there's seven and a half rushing attempts. I'm going to take his over on that. Packers' run defense sucks too. So, yeah. I'm going to ride over five and a half receptions. He's at the line, I think, every game. And once again, the Packers' defense just sucks. I'm going to go Monty anytime touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Monty over half a receiving yard. If So, he just needs to catch a ball, basically. Every game he's caught a ball, he's hit that, obviously. Um Anders Carlson, the Green Bay Packers kicker, over four and a half kicking points. And then Alex Anzalone, over six and a half tackles plus assists. He's been tackling everything he sees lately. That's plus 1130, and it'll give you some enjoyment for that first game, which might be a snooze fest. So there you go. We got a kicker's prop? Yep, kicker's prop. I uh, We going need on, a... I'm going to call
0: oh, 1-800-BETS-OFF when you start betting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: When you hey, when you see the Green Bay get down to that field goal range, and you start seeing Jordan Love not producing, they gonna he's gonna he's gonna hit two field goals. I'm calling it, or he's gonna hit a field goal and two extra points. If Romeo Dobbs, keeps getting an end zone. Trust it.
1: righty. that'll do it for the Party Talk podcast. We'll catch you next time. Hey, look man. Ma- make sure you're tuning in. We we might be talking a little NBA here soon. Uh, yeah, right. sir, yes, sir. Right. NBA we'll see- season. Yeah, we'll see you guys.
0: All right, see you guys.
2: See ya. Have a good one.
0: Very happy (laughs) thank.